the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 53, Mistakes. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support. This is the AV Profession, where we look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tim Albright, your host, and with me today to talk about all of our mistakes is my good friend, Mr. Steve Greenblatt from Control Concepts. Welcome, sir. Thank you for having me. Typically, this is a 10-minute program. Today's will be about 12 hours as Steve and I recount all of our mistakes over the last 25 years. Um, you can't see him, but he's laughing at me now. Um, seriously, Steve, it, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you, when you grow up, and I'll, I'm going to use my dad as an example here, you know, he, he would say, you know, I, I, you, you should learn from my mistakes so you don't have to make your own. And, and, and there is something to that. And I, having two kids of my own, I wish that they would learn from my mistakes. And, and that they won't, right? They, they, they simply won't because we're humans. And we think that we know better or we need to learn ourselves. That aspect, you know, is, is one of the most important things is learning from your mistakes in business and not repeating them. Um, the old adage of the, if you learn from your mistakes, you're, you have growth. If you don't learn, you're just stupid. I don't know. Uh, so what are some of the mistakes that, that you can help folks and how do you, how do you help yourself or how do you help others kind of take a step back from, you know, a bad decision, financial decision, a bad hire, what have you and learn from that and grow from that to make sure that you don't do that again. So the first, first off, I, I, and this is something that I like to share with my team and, and I think is important to encourage is that it's okay to make mistakes. And if you're not making mistakes, you're not growing and you're not learning and you're, you're not probably stretching yourself. And in order to learn from your mistakes, you need to be able to embrace them and admit to them and own them. So to answer your question, it, it's important to be able to take uh, inventory and understand, okay, um, I, I did this and this was the outcome. W what, what was I expecting? What could be done differently? What, what can be done better? And this, this, is, this goes for business owners, this goes for employees, this goes for a team as well. You know, sometimes you, you are looking at a project and you do what is called a post-mortem and you, you look at what, what did we do wrong and what can we learn from it so that the next project can go better. Um, but as a leader and as a business owner, there are certainly different all different ways that, that you can go about making a decision or go or the approach you can make. Personally, what I've found, and although it sounds like it could be too easy or too gimmicky, is you need to trust your gut. And yeah. when when you um, when you trust your gut, at least you know that you did what you think is right. And if if you made a mistake, you you can only look at yourself and not say that I followed somebody's advice and they led me down the wrong, wrong path. Are you saying trust your gut when it comes to the first time you're, 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 you're faced with a problem or, you know, a, a decision to make, but you know, afterwards, if you may, if you did turn out your, your gut was wrong, then at what is that, is that when you kind of, you know, do the postmortem and, and kind of put that in the file and go, okay, the, your, your gut was wrong here. doesn't mean your gut will always be wrong. But in this, you know, for this instance, again, you need to refer back to that, that uh, outcome. 
so I, I think that probably some of the bigger mistakes that I've made were because I didn't know what I was getting myself involved in or that I, I didn't truly look at, I, I, I didn't truly, truly think things through the way I would want to approach them. Now, granted, I mean, no, none of us know everything from the first time and, and you're going, and this is the whole pur- purpose of this is that your experience is what's going to guide you. And, yeah. and there's no way that you can go into a situation, a business, whatever that might be, and be able to know as much as somebody knows that's doing this for 20 or more years. Granted, they're going to make mistakes as well, but the the idea is is that you you um, try to kind of build your 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 mental inventory, and and sometimes that also involves speaking with people, being around people that are similar to you, being around people that are different from you, understanding all of the the ways that you can look at a decision and doing what you feel is right, um, but but also iterate just like anything else. Next time I'm going to try something different and see, see how the outcome turns out and, and what, what was different between the two approaches. Um, one of my mentors, uh, business mentors has, has always said uh, what gets, what gets measured gets done, right? What gets looked at gets done. And if it doesn't get looked at, if it doesn't get measured and ain't getting done, right? It, it may, your, your employees may doing it, may be doing it maybe through inertia, but you have no vision of it. So you don't know. Walk me through a postmortem for you, and uh, in, in one of your projects, and you know at what point this is not you know from my experience this is not a point a time to point fingers right this is a time to simply log what happened and, and where we went wrong, and then discuss you know where areas we can do better. So the first thing is to your point is is that we track our time. So we look at a project and we say, okay, what, what did we anticipate this requiring and what did it actually take? And let's talk about why, what, what, what was the difference? And, and put it all on the table. Um, did, did we make a mistake? Did we misinterpret it? Did we um, take too long? Was there a learning aspect of it? Did, did, was it something that involved the client? Was it something unforeseen? There, there are many different things that might explain why you ended up with the outcome you did or why things didn't go, went off the rails. The key to this though, is that in the end was the client satisfied. So that if the client was satisfied, sometimes how you got there isn't as important. Um, Although we all need to be driven by being profitable, having a a, a project that wasn't profitable and an unhappy client is a, is a double negative and that, and that's even worse. All right. Um, as we kind of wrap up here, you know, what are, what are one or two mistakes that you, you wish you didn't have to, or maybe you, you could, you know, share with, you know, 25 year old you, um, you know, when, as you're, as you were just starting, starting out that yes, you're, you're thankful for the lesson. You just wish that you didn't have to go through the pain to learn it. Uh, several, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Um, 
So, so I'll tell you uh, one of the th- one of my things that I struggle with is trusting people too easily. So I will give people the benefit of the doubt, and my rule of thumb is is that you're going to get privileges until I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. Well, that happens often, <laughs> and unfortunately, you you know, and that and that's that's life. It hasn't changed my philosophy. I just look to kind of keep my radar up and also try to be more selective in the people that I work with. Um, hiring is always something that can be a challenge. And, and we've come up with, um, even though we've always had what I think is a fairly thorough process, we've come up with even more um, a more, more quantitative way of being able to determine if somebody's a good fit. We, we have skills tests that we use, which have really given us more confidence because you could like somebody, but if they are not going to be able to perform on the job, they, they may not be what you need. Yeah. Um, and, and then also uh, many years ago, we invested in trying to build a graphics product when doing cool graphics on the user interface w- was, was, in and um, we really didn't understand what we were getting ourselves into. We didn't validate the 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 need for it. We didn't. Uh, we weren't in touch with the 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 client enough to know that they were going to buy it. And this is something looking back now that everybody talks about the the minimally viable product, and that's what we should have been doing. Uh, and, and instead, we kind of went in wholeheartedly, expecting that people were going to buy it when we were done. Yeah, what is one of the aspects of, of regardless of who your customer base is, is getting feedback from them. Um, there are very few of us that are Steve Jobs, who can who can you know dictate or or, or you know, kind of um, project what what he thinks the the customer will buy. Getting feedback from your customers is is one of the things that you'll never uh, you'll never really regret. Now, you, what you do with that is entirely up to you. Um, but you you know getting feedback from them, especially on a brand new product line. Uh, absolutely. So, all right, Mr. Greenblatt, we will leave it there. Uh, how do people get a hold of you or Control Concepts? Uh, very easy to reach me on social media at Steve Greenblatt. Uh, company is at controlconcepts.net. And also, I host the, the State of Control podcast on avianation.tv. So, check us out there as well. Rich Fragoza and I talk about control system programming and automation and so forth. Absolutely, you can check them out, and also uh, have, have both hear, hear both of them also both on AV Week and Resi Week. Uh, so, for us, for AV Nation, go by our website, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others, including Steve's State of Control and uh, a look at marketing with uh, the AV Social Team. So, all that and more at uh, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. 